You're listening to Real Talk with Toya, Lex, and Chris. This is a podcast where we take the time to reflect, embrace our past, talk about life, or just sit back and laugh. You'll get a front row seat of what it's really like to be in our group chat. Let's start the show. Another episode of Real Talk with Toya, Lex, and Chris. I'm Toya. I'm Alexis. And I'm Kristen. Today, what are we talking about, Alexis? The unexpected. <laughs> so, the reason why we're talking about the unexpected because I didn't know that you had to register or enroll your kid in school when it's time for them to start kindergarten. <laughs> did not know that. Um, I didn't find that out until I was at a birthday party. And they were asking me, and you registered what school was known. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I haven't really been looking. <laughs> you know, I was supposed to look. I just thought it automatically happened. Like, I paid Gifford County taxes, so just figured she was going to be in Gifford County. So send me a letter, tell me send where she's going. Send me a letter to see what school was going to be close to her. Let me know what bus she's going to ride if she wants to ride the bus. And I thought that was, I really thought that was it. So, yeah. So, did you think that they were going to get that she was turning, like, that she was going to school from daycare? Yeah, I just thought, oh, oh you thought it was going to be. No, no. Like, she's. I just thought it was going to They have so much information about us. They should know when it's time for our children to start. We do. This is not going to be birthdays on it. I don't know. But I just thought it was just going to automatically happen. Like, she's five now. Kindergarten? Yeah. It's <laughs> really. So I went on Giver County website and they are currently enrolling for the new year. And it is a whole lot of things that you have to do. It made no sense to me. Oh, yes, yeah, a ton of stuff. Like they have to have uh, invitation. Like seven you know, seven little things you have to do. It's a bunch, yeah. And I mean, I like, only reason I knew is because of um, my nieces and nephews. Because if you could, because this is your first child, I, really you know, I did not know. Unless you work like in that field somehow, yeah. or you just recently like overheard a conversation, you yeah. just might not. Yeah, know. Alexis isn't in the office either, so it's not like you're talking to other people. Who I have to make sure no, I'm yeah. just literally just winking it. Like, I mean, some things I just felt like I was behind on with her. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, I just got a first teeth cleaning and I've been hearing parents say oh they've been going since they were two why they didn't have but they just got teeth well your brother-in-law has had a <laughs> nephew in the, the dentist chair since he was one really yeah what? I think they started at one don't they mm-hmm. but they told me it wasn't no point of breaking yeah, yeah. she was he's gonna, he's gonna lose his teeth that's what he said and it's torture for the poor little child but I will say it helps him um get used to us brushing his teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, and just just to get him to the experience, just so that when it, be, it really is important in time for him to go, he's like already used to it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main reason. It's just so that there's not a fear factor, but I know you said she went and did an amazing job. Yeah, she so, did. I mean, they were looking at me like, has she, she you sure she didn't leave before? Or even, why are you here? Really? Literally, he was like, so do you have concerns or something? I thought I was supposed to, I thought I was supposed to be in <laughs> No, I know, I know kids who don't go until they're like 
seven or eight. Yeah, I thought I typically thought it was around the time they start losing their teeth mm-hmm. and getting their permanent yeah, teeth. Yeah, but he was like, "Do you have a problem with the way she's eating?" I was like, "No." Nothing to know though. So See, that's why I would think that you would have to take them earlier for them to like check all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You like, actually can get that done in the speech too, though. Oh, okay. So when Nala was in speech, that was a lot of things that they, they were already looking at that. Tone, yeah. Mm-hmm. How she was relaxing her mouth, and then that they recommended an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Yeah. So the one thing that that we did get a value for taking him at a young age was. The you gotta get rid of that passing sooner than later so his teeth mm. don't vote. Oh yeah. Um, and it's so crazy because now like his little smile, like his teeth are have come in, come in, like they're yeah. for what they are right now, they're as long I guess as they're gonna get. Mm-hmm. And he just has the cutest little smile. Mm-hmm. His teeth are straight, yeah. like they're not bowing. Like, cause I mean, you know, you can tell when to yeah, like yeah. the passy longer, which is okay. Yeah. You gotta do parents, but um. That was the one piece of advice that they were like, just try to wean them off. And then also, they told us to use a straw instead of like just like a bottle because mm-hmm. it helps the milk or whatever you can go off like just straight down instead of just sitting with his teeth and don't, don't let him do milk like right before bed, like brush his teeth mm-hmm. and just do water. Yeah. So it was, there were some good things, but the overall experience was torture for him. And I, did not appreciate mm-hmm. the way they were doing him. I'll just say that, but they were doing their job. But just to see your kid screaming and then. Oh, I say it was terrifying for him. Oh, the first oh. time. See, that's why I yeah, couldn't do it, it that you know, I, Xavier has taken him the last two times. Mm-hmm. But I have to go. I think I have to take him next month because he'll be at work. So, yeah. So, you know how you just said, Xavier, this is a tangent, but how he took on the like, what? How do you decipher when you don't want to be, do the parent thing versus when you want to do the parent thing? Like, Nala doing speech, that was hard for me to handle. Yeah. I don't know why, but it was so hard for me to handle. But I had to suck that thing up and I still had to, to do it. And stuff like that, I'm like, when do you get out as a parent? And you really don't get no out as a parent at all. Because seeing your kids be tortured like that, mm-hmm. that is hard. Yeah. And her, when she started speech, what was ha- she was having so many tantrums mm-hmm. because she was being forced to wait yeah. and ask or use sign language. That was just, mm-hmm. like I, at one point I walked out the room mm-hmm. because I couldn't interject. But then I saw how it was actually really helping mm-hmm. her. But again, you can't check out. Yeah, you can't. The un- the unknowns of parenthood. Yeah. That is like a whole that's a day's worth of conversation. Series. Yeah. But that's what started the unknowns of because I didn't know that I had to register her for, for school. I really did not. Yeah. Well, now you know. I do know, and now I gotta get on top of it. Yeah. And that's one thing that I I do struggle with is starting early. I will wait to the very end. Yeah, and I can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Because it's a process. So, yeah. Something else that we didn't know about. Sneeze me. Sneeze me. Listen, y'all. I didn't know this sneeze. A sneeze. A sneeze, y'all. The sneeze that just clear out your airways, your passageways, could literally cripple you. Sorry, it's not funny. It's not funny. I sneezed the other day. 
And I don't know the position of my body when I sneeze, but something in my neck cracked. I don't even know if it cracked because I can't even remember. I just remember sneezing, raising my head up and feeling a sharp pain in my neck. And it was the type of pain that I have never felt before. Like it was a pain that like, it was bad. I couldn't raise up this arm. I couldn't turn to the left. Wait, you couldn't raise up your arm? No, because it hurt. Like all this was like hurting. Oh my God. You, you might have pinched a nerve. Yeah, I think I did. So I literally like could raise my arm up like this and it like literally had to stay like that because if I moved it down, oh my it would hurt if I moved it up. It you did the whole sleeve. Y'all don't understand. I thought, I was just like, God, you well, know, sneezing stops your heart, so it's, it's clearly a big deal. It's it hurts. Don't be driving and sneezing. Oh, that's a fear. Yeah. Now, I'm glad you weren't driving because then you wouldn't have been able to check your side. I couldn't. I literally couldn't uh, drive. No, no, y'all are laughing. I'm serious. You look like a heavy I could not. I did not drive for like four or five days because yeah. I knew. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what can I do? Like, I can't look. And then, like the other day. literally crying oh my god it was so painful and this was 6 30 in the morning y'all and i was doing so good because i started like a new morning routine so like i had gotten up and i was like gonna record my routine because y'all know i'm a content creator (laughs) (laughs) so i was gonna uh like record like my morning routine and stuff like that so i'm in there like shit i still can't record something with my body and literally I was just like oh my god it hurts so bad wow. and I just started like bawling I was like I can't move I can't move and she was just like okay I'm on my way I'm on my way oh my god did you catch her before she left for work she was working home she was working at home that day oh, okay okay so she was able to I mean I know she would have came with her but then y'all I was like how's she gonna get in the house oh yeah because she has a key to my door but she don't have a key to my storm door oh. so I was just like so I waited a little bit and then when I feel like she was like getting close I was just like okay let me see if I can make my way downstairs and I did I made it downstairs and so she was able to come and break because I didn't have any like pain medication yeah I didn't have anything so she brought me like pain meds but y'all it was literally like the most excruciating pain it was in that moment when I know y'all okay I had to go to the bathroom and I was just like Mm-hmm. My toilet paper is on the left. Oh no! Stop it! Good so I literally was like, how am I going to do this? I'm just trying to vision. 
No, but the crazy thing is you're moving your neck. Right. You can't do that. I couldn't move my neck <laughs> without that pain. And I was I sat down on the toilet and I said, I'm not having kids. Immediately you knew. Because I'm like, if this pain is anything like anything that a woman goes through during childbirth, I am not doing it. I don't mm. care. But it it was bad. But after a couple of days, literally like maybe three, I just had to like take a lot of muscle relaxers, like pain meds. Mm. Yeah, I think you you locked it something. Like I, yeah, and then like I uh, like heat pad kind yeah. of gum. But my mom stayed for like a couple hours until that pain meds yeah. got in, and then she left, and I kind of went to sleep and relaxed. Like I couldn't work. That's all like, I couldn't work. You gave it to work. I'm texting Melissa so quick. I said, "Look, I, right I said this is gonna be. I said this is gonna sound really weird." So I'm right-handed. I'm right-handed. Obviously, I texted with my right hand. Funny, uh, funny. <laughs> but yeah, I texted Melissa and was like, "This is gonna sound ridiculous," because I knew it sounded ridiculous. I'm like, if I was, but that's the other people. Know. Yeah, and I was just like, "Well, you just don't know." I don't know if I'm able to make it. What could happen? Yeah. I had a, did I do half day? I think I ended up logging in like half day, but it was still painful. Mm-hmm. But I made it work. Well, if, if that made you decide to have not have children, you made a good decision. I mean, I always decide that anyway. Okay. At least once a week, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> but this just confirmed it for you. It's definitely <laughs> confirmed it. Yeah. Almost like, mmm. Is this painful? Yes. Yeah. It's very painful. It hurt. That's something that they don't tell you, right? Yeah. I still can't turn it all the way without feeling a little bit of pain. Mm. But now it just kind of feels like it needs to be popped. You know, like, just need a good, good old. Pop. But I just, yeah. I've been doing it. Gracious. I was just covering up with the last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, child. Yeah. Another so, unknown. The whole process is. I don't think you can ever be fully prepared for it because unknown things also happen during childbirth. So your plan could be going until it's not. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 something serious. It yeah. can be a traumatic experience. Mine was traumatic, like for real. I mean, it, it really can be. <laughs> I feel um, like both of y'all was traumatic. It's traumatic. The whole thing. I feel like if I had a go- went in knowing that I was gonna have a C-section, it would have been fine. Yeah, because that's serious too. Just having oh, a C-section yeah. and surgery is still mm-hmm. serious. But and I was never opposed to it, but the way that it turned is what was like the traumatic mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's, that's just one of the things that you, I don't even want to say agree to, but you do when you yeah. decide to have children, like anything could happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, and then like after having the kid, oh the things gosh. that you just don't know. And yeah, like when I'm like, mom's friends had said, you know, put some pads and wet them and put them in the freezer. Mm-hmm. For what? And when I did that, oh my God, the joy <laughs> that my downstairs felt. Because mm-hmm. I didn't, you just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, honestly, because the whole pregnancy in itself was a lot to deal with, it wasn't until I was actually admitted the day that they were inducing me that it hit me that I'm about to push this this kid out. Like I didn't think about 
what was about to happen now. Mm-hmm. Because this whole time I've been prepared, like it's not my water's not gonna break, it's not gonna be the normal mm-hmm. delivery. But still didn't process like what's really gonna happen. What's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I started to get a little <coughs> little nervous. And then thinking, oh, this one pill that I'm gonna take is gonna start the process and she's gonna be here tonight or in the morning. No. Cause I remember we got the text. It was like, yay! And then it was three days later. <laughs> Every day I was like, let me check on her. This, this not working. Yeah, and then even going through different methods. Yeah, no, mm-mm. And then you can't eat. Yeah. That was the hard part. Like you cannot, I cannot eat. I remember after the first day, they said, okay, if nothing's happening, we're gonna go ahead and let you eat. Thank you. But then I didn't know behind the scenes that her dad was ab- not was advocating for me not to have a C-section. I, at that point, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, you get her out, like, at this point. And then after that third day, it was kind of like, okay, if you don't start contracting or, you're, you know, start, start opening up, we're going to have to do a C-section. But that right there, yeah, I would, that solidified me not having more kids. Like, I would never. Yeah myself to that again and then just the aftercare you just don't know like i didn't know what was gonna happen to your boobies when that happened oh jesus <laughs> aftercare <laughs> lately you bought me the boobies and stuff didn't you? <laughs> i did your yes oh because that that was actually the best brand that did the job for me but nobody tell you they engorge yeah. like they don't tell you when the milk is going to drop yeah. like i thought me breastfeeding Nala in the hospital was me breastfeeding her. Like I didn't. Mm-hmm. That thing changed when I went home. Mm-hmm. It got hard. It got painful. Didn't know what to do. Then they were like, "Don't do both boobs at the same time." Like, no, nah, I can't have both of them hurting. Yeah. Like they were saying, "Don't pump." It's the same. So because I didn't want to pump yet, mm-hmm. they were saying, "Don't alleviate both of them at the same time." Like, let her. Do this one and then switch the other one. But her pulling from this one was hurting this one, and I was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. didn't know you had to get certain bras. Like, I was on Amazon like every day mm-hmm. buying stuff because I just didn't know. Yeah. And I'm buying this after I've had her. Mm-hmm. It's like all the stuff you could have put on your registry. Exactly. Like, that's the stuff that shouldn't be on your registry. It's the stuff you really don't think about. Like, even down to, um, the whole process of pumping and the having to do it on the clock and of course you hear about the exhaustion but you don't understand it until it happens happens. that is another level of tired (laughs) and then you compound that with the baby screaming Mm -hmm. now and i i 100 understand and respect what both of y'all said i would do it again but 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 <laughs> you were okay. I would understand <laughs> if you, anyone who didn't want to do it as well. But yeah, I mean, it's just, and then just them growing up in general, um, like <clears throat> something as simple as we're potty training. So Titus, um, he's gotten the hang of going to the potty. A lot of times, sometimes he'll say potty, but most times it's a. Uh, him tugging or something mm-hmm. to where we know he needs to go. And we also ask him every so frequently, like, do you need to go? So one night we caught him starting to poop. So we rushed him to the toilet. Um, I think he had got like one little turd out. 
<laughs> so we drop that turd in the toilet. He gets on the toilet. He pees, but he doesn't poop. He says, all done. So we take him off. Put his pull up on homie stands right beside the toilet and it's just pooping. Yeah. So it's just like, it, yeah, getting him to understand it's okay to poop in the potty too, not just pee pee. But that's just something you wouldn't think. Like, yeah. you would think once they understand that they can go potty, that they would know you can poop pee pee and poopy, mm-hmm. not just pee pee. Because mm-hmm. we're all only teaching pee and in the potty at first, mm-hmm. and not just using the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Go use the bathroom. Yeah. Yep. That is a, and, and then you don't do it when you're ready. You do it when the kid is ready. Do you know that there are parents that actually start potty training their kids when they come out the womb? Mm-hmm. Like, they go I ahead and start doing it. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have enough energy. I did not even have enough energy to think about. A lot about. of those are like the Asian cultures? No. I, I don't know. Just, I know a lot of times in, with, the Asian, okay. with the Asian culture, they do that. Like, they literally put their kids, like, hold them over the toilet. I mean, I get it every hour. Yeah, I get it because it gets you used to that. Like, you know, but it's funny because I literally just thought about that. Like, I was like, damn, I wonder what would happen if we would have, like, just started Start putting them on the toilet at, like, one mm-hmm. and started walking or something. Yeah. But, like you said, until they're ready. Until they're really ready because, again, I didn't know that you had to talk to your kid every single day and talk to them about stuff that you were doing for them to because foreign language to kick in. Yeah, did not yeah. think about that. So I mean, when you work from home and it's just you, mm-hmm. who am I going to talk to? So you don't think about talking, but it really does take a toll on their speech, unfortunately. Yeah. And so I couldn't really teach prior training until. She could speak. And then that's when I introducing speech therapy and sound like I'm trying to tell you for any new parents out there, if you teach your kids sign language as early as you can, Mm -hmm. that is going to help save them frustration and you because you like I'm trying to tell you, we we showed Titus more. He literally started using it at that moment. He still does it now. Mm -hmm. Whether you can say more. And so he'll do this, but he'll also say it. But Teach your kids sign language. Like it will, and then saying the word of course yeah. with the sign language, it's just gonna help them. But that's another thing, like kids develop at different times. Exactly. Like it could have honestly had not that much to do with you not talking around her. Yeah. It could have just been that she just, just like she started talking later. Yeah. It, it really could, like you, because I, I understand that they have an overall like average or consensus of when most kids do things mm-hmm. so they base when a child should be at a certain developmental stage by what i get why they do that mm-hmm. but you can't yeah it's yeah. no one size fits all yeah. for these kids mm-hmm. like it's just not so at all if anything speech helped me as a parent mm-hmm. because i didn't realize how much i was missing that i should have been doing that does impact her and i was just like oh my gosh just yeah. me simply saying hey i'm gonna take this phone call this is my phone i'm gonna call your grandma mm-hmm. just, little just little stuff like that or hey mommy is opening the refrigerator yeah i'm gonna get your yogurt out up just and i'll just do it and then also letting them do it yeah. like i didn't it was just so much quicker to do it. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't have the patience. You just don't. Anything. Like when you're already juggling so much, like I didn't, just didn't know. But nobody's really there. Hey, when they, when they get ready to start showing this song, go ahead and start doing this. Yeah. Why? Yeah. But it does make sense. Like this is them 
at that age is very pivotal to their development yeah. and how they respond and stuff. But I realized a lot of her tantrums, she was frustrated. She mm-hmm. didn't articulate or communicate. We weren't understanding her. She wasn't understanding us. Bam. Yeah. There's your behavior issues. Yeah. I mean, that's even what I see in my job field. Hey, you may be missing the goals for these people. Like, let's make it more realistic or person-centered. What yeah. do they want to do? Y'all say unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. for people that are not there yet. Just meet them where they're at. Same thing with your yeah. Just meet them where they're at. Yeah. And I labeled everything. I just went in, labeled everything in her room, in the kitchen, and that helped her. I was about to say, even that helps with like them when they learn like letters and spelling mm-hmm. and reading. If anything, unexpectedly, parenthood has been the biggest curveball that adulting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was sharing with them earlier about, you know, buying a house. I see why people get realtors. Just but even now you don't you still don't think about the little stuff that come with buying a house though. Yeah. You just see people buy the house. You don't see the behind the scenes of buying a house like you can't even spend a certain amount of money. Yeah. You gotta keep a certain amount in. You can't if you already got established credit, you can't go in and just pay all that credit off. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, oh my god. And then they watch they were watching certain stuff. I was just so paranoid with everything. Yeah. And I mean, I was just like, well, I'm here now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a and, lot. And then you can earn his money. Who knew what earn his money was? Yeah. Didn't know that. It like, should, yeah. Find <laughs> a house. You just be like, Lord. But thankfully, hopefully, if you are in that process, you get like a really good real Yeah. And kind of walk you through it and don't feel like that. They don't feel like talking to you about what's going on because if you if it's your first time, like it is a lot. It is, it is so much to like process. It's like you're learning a a new thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I still would advocate to educate yourself on what you mm-hmm. you are doing. You may not need to know everything, but just at least if you hear certain terms, I would go look it up. Yeah, and figure out what that is because. I, I didn't even realize how much of a difference it was between, hey, you're a down payment and still closing costs. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously? Because when you just hear people talk about it, yep. it seems like it's all lump sum. But then it also depends on, like, for us, it's a little bit different mm-hmm. because we bought through the um, builders. Mm-hmm. So we didn't need a realtor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I didn't mean, that's what I did too, but still. Just to know all of that, it's a lot. I was like, wow, this is this is a lot. And then I learned that a lot of builders, if you buy through them, they do not like working with realtors. Like, they do you wonder not why? like it at all. Yeah, they just trying to get people in there yeah. and get you to sign and be them. When I realized that, I was like, because a, t- a lot of the people that bought in my neighborhood, they didn't have realtors. Mm-hmm. They went through the builder. Then you'd be like, you trying to get up on the Exactly. No, I didn't really look it, look it over. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to go back, but that just reminded me, like you said, like the those buzzwords. Oh yeah. So for me, back to labor, like continuing to hear that his heart rate was dropping. Yeah. If I knew then what I knew now, I would have been like, let's have me a C-section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, they don't want to tell you. They that. won't tell you that, mm-hmm. and that's what like because Xavier could have got cramps, and then he could have been in there with me. Mm-hmm. The way this went, this was like a movie on that. I mean, seriously. Yeah. So sorry to go back, but just the buzzwords. I understand that. Speaking of that, what I did just out of curiosity, like maybe 
two or three weeks ago, I went back and looked at my medical records of the birth of her, and I saw her heart rate. Oh, I was pissed. Mm-hmm. When I, because they they track all of it, <coughs> and it had got like to a high level, and I was like, they didn't say anything. They just said, oh, let's turn you this way. Yeah, take the baby, man. Right. Take the baby. But you know, they gotta keep the NICU full. Yeah, of course. So mm-hmm. don't get me on that. But it's <laughs> best to be educated or to have a doula. Yeah, can, yeah, because they're gonna advocate, especially if it's your first kid. Yeah, always um, have an advocate. If you can have an advocate, have an advocate <clears throat> in anything, mm-hmm. like in anything, like or somebody strong in mentorship that has been through that process mm-hmm. that may can just help educate you along the way. I I really wish that that was like how we do it for our individuals at at my job. I'm like, how do that in life? Yeah, as an adult, like somebody advocate me through this. Yeah. Because now I got like two bills saying, hey, you know, your property taxes and your home insurance is due. And I'm looking like, who about to pay this? But then I had to go and I had to go research. Oh, it comes through my escrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my heart rate went down. <laughs> it didn't say this is not a bill? No! Yeah, it is. It is too. It, it is, is for sure. 
to buy a tiny house <laughs> get a storage unit and insulate it just storage I'm trying to be a few uh, get you some windows that's funny well that's it I guess so alright y'all yeah. I ain't got no closing Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Real Talk with Toya, Lex, and Chris. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.